0: Welcome to the FN Podcast, where we talk about faith, entrepreneurship, and our neighbors. I am your host, Josh Forsyth, with co-host Adan Taez. Get ready to have your worldview challenge to critically think and inform yourself on the perspectives of the biblical worldview, self-governance, self-reliance, entrepreneurship, and the state local government roles on citizens, neighbors. If you're ready, then let's go. Hey guys, this is Aiden Tellez. Hey, Josh can't be with us today, so I'm doing a little monologue here, guys. subject for today is schools. Now, not homeschooling, but public schools, government schools. Uh, Something that I'm not too fond of, but um, yeah, let's go ahead and start here. So, uh, one of the things I wanted to touch on is really the um, absurd recommendations that one of the biggest uh, teachers unions... In the country have given the Board uh, of Education for LA now some of these are are, are pretty okay uh, but uh, you can go to their website and, and then download uh, one of the uh, conceptual bargaining proposals for restarting schools in 2020 and 2021 now some of these are, are just crazy um, Obviously you'll find uh, some biases especially since the teachers unions are for uh, teachers and uh, the unions usually usually write things for their benefit and to acquire membership and to re- and to retain membership and get that membership fee to be in that union and get those uh, quote unquote uh, benefits that um, public sector unions really take advantage of uh, take advantage of the taxpayer frankly um i'm not opposed to uh private sector unions uh but uh public sector unions should not be allowed we see a lot of uh disadvantages in having public sector unions uh especially in the realm of accountability and one of the uh, uh issues that we're seeing right now is, is accountability even within the police departments. Um, there really is uh, a big push to uh, reform uh, or defund pub, uh, police departments and whatnot. Lord, uh, Lord willing, it doesn't happen. But uh, in essence, that's essentially the downfall. And and, and the Democrats are, are kind of like bound and and don't know which direction to go because of the fact that obviously democrats are pro-union and and uh, usually are um have them and uh, the unions have them in their pockets uh, you know uh, with uh, um election you know donations and whatnot and 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 uh, really sponsoring and and endorsing these particular uh, people uh, to uh, vote for them. And so when when, uh, we see uh, these uh, recommendations, you can blatantly see the bias towards those things and 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 we'll touch a little bit on on certain things and and my my uh, I don't want to say conspiracy theory but it, it kind of you kind of everything goes goes and flows together um, when it become, when when we look at the whole in total. So one of the things that we it touches on is number one, it says a board community preparedness that shows a clear commitment to stopping the spread of coronavirus through objective metrics and dramatically increased funding. So one of the craziest things is close monitoring of transmission rate, which is the RO rate, not really in the limelight right now, but uh, to ensure it does not rise above one. Now guys, Above one. Now, one thing is 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 uh, you gotta note that uh, right now the R O rate is around two two point five. And uh, let's say let's say for example measles measles, you know uh, we had a measles outbreak a few years ago. Uh, is uh, has an R O of around I believe it was sixteen or eighteen. Now that's that's crazy. That's that's a that's a huge. Um, just transmission rate. Right. And so uh, the, it's 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 it, to have it at zero is uh, or at one. I'm sorry, is is just is just wow. It's, it's, it's crazy. Now, I'm maybe they're thinking of a vaccine. Or something like that, uh, but uh, I'm not sure if, if that's where their thinking is. Especially when they also want to see a decrease in infection and hospitalization rates in Los Angeles County for 21 consecutive days and an absolute case number that indicates community spread has stopped. Now that's just crazy. That's just this day they just don't want to go back to work. And here here's the here's the thing, is 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 they can do this because of the assembly bill that was passed. In, in uh, assembly bill, um, what is this? Gosh, uh, seventy-seven. So seventy-seven basically said, uh, we're not going to lay off any people. We're not going to lay off any people, and try not to lay off as, as much as possible, and offer, and and small, and offer in-person instruction to the greatest extent possible. This is assembly bill seventy-seven. That's in section four three five zero four b. Now the implication is is that districts sh- should, uh, uh, not only continue offering distance learning as they did when school shut down, but also, um, do, do try to try to do, um, in person, um, teaching. So it's, it, 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 it's one of those bills that has a lot of what you call pork. And so one of the ways, so it was, uh, basically is to, Basically, ban layoffs, right? The uh, teachers of California, teachers, uh, school employees association, um, wanted this bill. Wanted to to have reassurance to, to so that uh, these bill this bill passes and the teachers won't get laid off. The problem is there's no funds, right? There's gonna be a shortfall, and so the idea with AB seventy seven was, uh, to 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 really prevent layoffs. now in in the mar- in the private market, you know there's going to be layoffs. Well, I'm laid off right now and I'm looking currently for work and hopefully I have pros I have some prospects here, but it, it becomes a matter of uh, how much revenue you, you can come in is coming in and how much you can actually support and and not going into I mean it's economics is the same for a household, for a business and for a state. Uh, the state can't print money. And so people forget that uh, the federal government can print money, but then that, be, that brings about inflation. So anyways, so one of the things is, 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 is the unsolved funding issues, right? And, 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 and attendance, right? So usually what happens in California is the money follows the, the child, right? So if school districts get a, uh, if you didn't know this, uh, school districts get uh, a certain amount of money per head, uh, per child, right. Uh, when attendance and, uh, it's like four, they have this, uh, thing, uh, I think it's four weeks into the, to the, into this, um, school year is when they take attendance and that's, that's what's going to be the, the, um, the amount of money in attendance um, for, for that particular district. So if parents say, Hey, I'm not taking, I'm not, I'm not taking my kid back to school and that four weeks is there, uh, which is about a month. Right. And, and, um, then that district isn't going to have enough money. Right. Cause the attendance is, is low. So that district is not going to have money to support the amount of teachers. So it's like a, it's like, a, it's like a revolt. It's just a circular, uh, spiral down to, to, to really a budget crisis. And, and they are, they were, some districts were already in a budget crisis, but prior to COVID and the state was not a budget crisis, uh, with all these unfunded liabilities. And so what happens is, is these, these, uh, certain, um, certain law here. And, um, um, propositions and, and assembly bills that basically removed, essentially removed school choice from, from the parents. Now I, uh, so a lot of people don't, don't follow these bills and, and, and kind of like snuck it by, but the homeschool community is really, really more into legislation because we're attacked every time stated that in the prior, um, podcast. So it, it it's just a constant battle with, 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 um, with the state and, and the unions actually. Um, and so one of the one of the major things about A B seventy seven and, and the different the other propositions is that the money doesn't follow your child. So let's say you decide to go to a charter school because they offer better online training. They have they they, they, they essentially perfected the 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 homeschooling charter slash uh, partial attendance criteria and and method, right? They charter schools did uh, homeschooling and and have certain structures in place to to be able to do this. And so they have a certain, um, they they already calculated overhead and what needs to be done and all that. So then they have this large influx of of parents, concerned parents that, hey, I'm not going to send my kid to school. And so now these districts are like, whoa, well, we don't have enough funds. But then, then government comes with uh, it's going to be part of the union and and the union's push and the California teachers association push to say this bill and say let's not allow funds to follow the kids so what are what are what are they essentially doing is they're basically keeping money from going to these charters that actually do have better have better performance and better capabilities and knowledge in having these homeschool, um, or online classes. And, and, and then, um, and then all of a sudden you're taking that money away. And so they can't handle the overhead, right? It's, 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 it's a business as well when there's money involved economics and business that doesn't, doesn't change. Right. And so what happens is these charter schools admitted these children and saying, Hey, um, before a certain date, you you will get funds but uh, let's say you decide right now to to say hey I'm going to go to charter school guess what your your the money that's supposed to go to your kid that's supposed to follow your kid to the charter uh isn't going to be available it's going to stay with the school district because they banned layoffs or essentially banned layoffs and so now you have to have these 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 teachers there and, and this funding there and so the charter isn't gonna be able to handle this influx, of of children, in the um, um this influx of children in, in, in their in their in their program. So it, it's it's basically removing the parents' choice um, by using government to um, the union using government to manipulate and really remove parent choice. Now I understand there's good teachers, there's good teachers, and there's bad teachers. And you get, you the union can't distinguish between one or the other. It really can't. Just like the unions and police, it can't distinguish one or the other. And then there's rules, and there's arbitration, and then there's things to hold people accountable. But it's a long process, and sometimes nothing comes about it, and then the, the ones that suffer really are the, are, the, are the students. You know, they, they're the ones that are that are really going to be taking the brunt of it. And, and this is exactly what, what's going to happen. Their students are the ones that are going to be in, in trouble um, versus uh, the teachers. And the teachers care about your kids. And the teachers love this. And the teachers, let's support. And remember, you used to guys supported teachers. I'm saying you guys in the general population, right? Not, not our listeners. Uh, you know, if, you, if you, uh, it, public schools are probably not going to go away. Um, I'm not for them um i'm not 100 against them but there should be cool school choice right there should be school choice and the money the taxpayer money your taxes our taxes that pay for these funds should follow the student because we care about the student right we care about his education right and 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 but well, what does, what is essentially what's the state telling you? It's state's telling you basically, we know what we're doing. We know that how to, how to teach your kids. So we're going to, we're not going to remove that money from going to your child. If you choose to go to charter school, and we're going to keep it in our public school because we, we have, we know what we're doing. We know better than charter schools, even though they didn't have anything in place. Now let's continue on with this, right? This is my little rant. I'm trying to keep it short guys. So one of the things is, is, uh, so dramatically increased federal and state funding so we won't go we won't go to to schools if 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 you don't increase that we won't these are these are conditions for starting lasd right so this doesn't hold any water this could be bargained off and on but we're just going over these little things right and so one of the things is 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 now uh, one of the things I, oh, right here it is. So number three is this physical distancing that limits close physical contact among students and staff at the school site, consistent with the most recent epidemiological information. Right. So staggered arrival, recess, lunch, and pickup times on one-way travel in hallways and campuses. Okay. So you you already kind of do that already with, with, uh, uh, going to the store, right? There's one ways and this and that. So that's, that's fine. Here's a kicker. Class sizes of no more than 12 students and one adult per classroom with lessons taught outside when possible. Not lessons outside when possible. That's pretty cool, actually. I I don't have that, But 12 students? That is crazy. Imagine how many teachers will have to be rehired, hired for that, to sustain that? And in a sense, you you don't even have the funds. You're You're already assuming... You're already getting the you already froze the funds essentially froze the funds from going to charters and now you're you want uh, more teachers to be hired so you can have 12 students per classroom i mean that's that's a pipe dream really that's just that's just unreasonable there that's just crazy and then uh you know uh let's see what else a man transportation plans to ensure physical distancing so that's school buses and stuff like that appropriate personnel protective equipment provided and required for all and students that's that's fair right i mean you got to have. Have PPE. Okay, so emphasis on hygiene. So installing hand washing stations in every entryway and classroom. What? Strict cleaning and sterilizing regimens for all classrooms, restrooms, workplaces. Okay, just so just hire more janitorial staff, right? Uh, designated rooms for isolating students and staff who exhibit symptoms, right? Little quarantine areas, kind of like what we should have done in the first place, right? Quarantine the sick and not the healthy. Yeah. It makes sense, right, guys? I don't know, and the vulnerable, right? So uh, let's see here. Let's let's uh, let's continue to look through this. I mean, I'm only touching on brief things, right? I want to keep this uh, keep these brief. Uh, some of these crazy things that uh, um, you want to uh, do, right? So uh, number seven, it says here. Appropriate technology devices and support provided to all students, educators, and HHS staff. Free, universally available tutoring classes for parents to help them better assist their students in the educational process, including tutoring methodology and content. Because we know what's best for our child, right? Guys, there's, there's... Teaching is not hard. Teaching kids is hard. Teaching is not hard. You make it fun. It's different. It's totally different. One of the things that uh, I've always advocated, even on social media, is ask the chargers, ask the homeschoolers how they're doing homeschooling, how they're doing things. But districts are way too proud to be able to ask chargers and say, hey, what what is working with for you guys? What can we do? Let's work together. No, 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 no. Let's, let's, no. We, we know what's best. We know how to do this. We we know, Right. And so it's like, it's crazy guys. It's like, this is, this is insane. And this is just a segue to, to our homeschooling, uh, podcast. Um, we just, we just, I'm just touching a little bit on this stuff to, to really, um, drive the idea that public schools are not there for children. Uh, and, um uh, the government schools the system itself is it's just a large bureaucracy that wants wants to protect themselves you can see this with the laws with ab77 and the other propositions and you can see it with the, the demands and 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 from the from the unions um ppe uh health that's that's all fine and dandy but class sizes come on class sizes 12 students that's not a, that's not that's that's not even achievable. That wasn't even achievable pre-COVID, you know. Pre-COVID. This this is this is crazy. It's gonna take a month amount of funds. I expect your taxes to go up, guys. Really, it really, it really, it really, it's really gonna be a push for that. Um, there, there was there was even a there was even a push to to for LAUSD to tax people outside the LAUSD jurisdiction this this has been in under in under under wraps but they uh, LAUSD wants to be able to tax people from La Mirada Unified School District to be able to support that big old bureaucracy at LA Unified School District. It's it's crazy. You can look it up. You can Google. Yeah, Google is your friend uh, to find out all these things. That's what I did to find out this information on the contract. So one of the things that you also got to uh, think too is I tried going in through the LAUSD uh, contract uh, bargaining here because they're, the, they're one of the biggest and most powerful uh, I believe ETLA, you know, maybe even New York and there's other bigger uh, school districts as well but um, I think here in California unions have a have a kind of like a monopoly on on and whatnot but uh there there is a section in their in their union contract their bargaining agreement their cba it's called collective bargaining agreement i don't know if you delve or delve i've been in unions i've been in private sector unions for for a while but um and i'm not against them like i said i'm 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 um there's a place for them there there is a place for them in the private sector but in the public sector there's there's really should be no no place for them um uh, it's an intermediary between uh the public uh, public service and, and, and private. It's, it's not, it's, it's not, um, it's, it's not good for, for the child. So in, uh, let's see where I am at here. Sorry guys, I lost my place, but under homeschooling, which is page, let's look at the table of contents here. The 2019 okay, 2022 agreement to LA Unified School District and Unif- United Teachers Law of Los Angeles, right? This is their bargain agreement. And if you go down to, I believe it was page one. Oh, sorry, guys. I wish I was a bit prepared. I just lost my place here. And I don't have my co. Oh, goodness. Okay, so there's a place for charter schools and then homeschool teachers. Yes, so in the in the um in the agreement, homeschool teach homeschool assignments, uh, page one eighty-two. So let's go down here. I'm doing this uh, as we speak, guys. So one eighty-two. So in their contract, right, if you're not a qualified homeschool teacher, you're not supposed to be actually even homeschooling, right? You're not supposed to be even doing these uh, homeschooling curriculum. And then they have specific, specific, specific salary, obviously, uh, for that. And, you know, um, everything's is always itemized in, in a contract, right? Who's going to make how much money and who's going to... Um, do what right so for the purposes of homeschooling assignments the district will divide into 11 local district assignment areas homeschool teachers shall select at least one primary assignment and two or more adjacent assignment areas. The homeschool teacher's initial assignment shall be made in a request primary geographical assignment. So basically, saying you're you're, you're you got a choice where do you want to teach those kids, right? And so, when um, so here is the kicker so, when a teacher receives the assignments of a new student, the teacher shall make a reasonable effort to contact that student parent within three working days and begin service within a total of five working days. So they got three days, five days to start um, homeschooling, teaching. And, um, it doesn't define homeschooling teaching per se. So basically it's all about salary, part-time teachers. But one of the things that I did find out was they are only to accept a minimum of three children. And I believe, I'm looking for this guys, I'm looking for this, um... end up to five students as assigned by the district consistent with section 35.1 below so it's it they can only accept five so imagine so these these are qualified right it says effective july 1st 2000 qualified homeschooled teachers shall be offered a contract and assigned as follows so they have all these stipulations and regulations and what the district needs to follow and what rights they have and don't have and um and whatnot, and and so, my ask: What regulations do homeschool teachers have? Like, what qualifications? It doesn't stipulate that on here. Um, uh, and homeschool teachers who refuse any additional students above the three student minimum will be assigned to positions in the regular K twelve program for which they are credentialed. That's the kicker. So, if the school school teacher says, "You know what? I don't want to. I want. I don't." Uh, I don't want to, I want to refuse any additional students above the three. They will be moved to the K through 12 program. And which, what's, what's, what's with the K through 12 program? The public schools, right? Brick and mortar, public schools. So what, where do they go? Well, right now, they don't go anywhere. They don't do anything. Right now, they're just enjoying a check, right? Because they are reassigned to positions in regular. Oh, oh, wait, wait, we can't lay them off either. We can't lay them off. You know, since they don't want to teach minimum of three or above the minimum of three, three into five. I mean, dude, I mean, seriously, you guys, you guys need to, I mean, this unions, I mean, these, this is, this is crazy. So you can't handle three kids. You can't handle five kids up to five kids homeschooling. Come on. I know homeschooling families that have 12 kids, 7 kids, 5 kids of different ages homeschooling at the same time and have scored above average. Right? And you can't do this. See, the teachers don't have to teach you. They can refuse to teach your student via Zoom. And 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 the United you know, if I understand this correctly. Now correct me if I'm wrong. If somebody is a teacher and the UTLA teacher teachers union and, and I am wrong reading this, uh, the, the collective bargaining agreement of 2019, 2020, correct me. Go on our, go on our wing. I'll, I'll, re, I'll, I'll, I'll remove my, uh, I'll recant and, 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 and correct myself. But essentially these teachers don't need to teach your students via zoom. They are not homeschool teachers. Some of them aren't even qualified. You have to be qualified to be a homeschool teacher according to the, to the, to the bargaining agreement. Okay, guys. So quit praising these teachers that they know more than you. These, these, these unions, these teachers do not, do not care about your child. They, they froze the money. They can get paid without being laid off or any consequences of their actions. And whether your, your, your child suffers or gets an education really isn't, isn't even in the picture. There's no standards. There's no standards here. Oh, they want to move standard... Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. They want to remove standardized testing. In the demands for UTLA, L-E-U-S-E bargaining, they want to remove standardized testing. They don't want to be held accountable for their incompetency homeschooling right we want to hold the chargers accountable but no not not UTLA we 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 don't want to be held accountable we want on these standardized testings which they say everybody should use they they're they're all pro standardized standardized testing they're all look this is how this is how we can tell we're doing a good job but now all of a sudden oh no 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 see that guys See that? Well, thanks for joining me, man. I I, I went way beyond what I wanted to go. This is about thirty minute rant here, guys. And, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, just uh, giving us a a, a a like on Facebook. Uh, keep uh, sharing. Keep keep uh, keep up the faith, uh, guys. I really 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 want you to just to really think about how you how you view homeschooling and how you view, not even homeschooling, how you do view your choice, your liberty in choosing what's best for your child. Don't allow the state, don't allow these legislatures fully removed from what's really going on to be able to dictate where you should put your child, what you should teach your child. All right, guys, I'll, I'll end with this. This is an expert uh, excerpt from a speech says, family is the main engine of education. If we use schooling to break children away from parents, and make no mistake, that has been the central function of schools since John Cotton announced it as a purpose of Bay, as the Bay Colony schools in 1650, and Horace Mann announced it as its purpose <clears throat> of Massachusetts schools in 1850. We're going to continue to have the horror show we have right now. there's The curriculum of family is at the heart of any good life. We've gotten away from that curriculum. Time to return to it. The way to sanity in education is for our schools to take the lead in releasing the stranglehold of institutions on family life. To promote during school time confluences of parent and child that will strengthen family bonds. That was my real purpose in sending the girl and her mother down the Jersey coast to meet the police chief. I have many ideas to make a family family curriculum, and my guess is that a lot of you will have many ideas too once you begin to think about it. Our greatest problem in getting the kind of grassroots thinking going that could reform schooling is that we have large vested interests preempting all the airtime and profiting from schooling just exactly as it is, despite rhetoric to the contrary. We have to demand that new voices and new ideas get a hearing, my ideas and yours. We've all had a belly full of authorized voices mediated by television and the press. A decade-long free-for-all debate is what is called for now, not any more expert opinions. Experts in education have never been right. Their solutions are expensive, self-serving, and always involve further centralization. Enough. Time for a return to democracy, individuality, and family. I've said my piece. Thank you. Again, guys, this is an excerpt from a speech by John Taylor Gatto accepting the New York City Teacher of the Year Award on January 31st, 1990. God bless you.